Welcome back to the Steeler Fan 7 Podcast as we talk everything Steelers, NFL, and Pittsburgh related. I'm Ben Sanuta along with John Mayer, Anthony Sarge, Joey Bova, and EJ Dwyer behind the camera. Um, free agency begins today. What are your guys' final thoughts on the Steelers' upcoming free agents? Well, my final thoughts, we knew this was going to happen for a while now. The Steelers are out of cap hell, but they still don't have a ton of money to bring everyone back. Like, Juju's possibly going to leave, Bud is probably going to leave. Hilton's gone. Hilton's gone. And my thing is, for the Steelers, we've seen this so many times, players move on. Mm -hmm. And my biggest advice is, don't get too tripped up on the players that are leaving because for every Dupree that walks out of the door, a Highsmith is going to walk in yep, to right. help and replace that production that's leaving. And these guys are going to get paid. Good for them. We love them as fans. We love the it's players. It's a business aspect. It's a yeah. business. It really is. And I can't. I hope our guys get paid. I hope. I want Bud to see. I want Bud to get that bag. I want Juju to get that bag. You know. I want him to stay, obviously. But at the end of the day. Us as fans, we get attached to players, and it yeah. sucks to see him go. But yeah. so many guys are going to be leaving. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, for every talented player that leaves, and everyone's going to step right up. And the Steelers are forever. Players are temporary. So that's Facts. my really final thoughts heading in this free agent period, historic free agent period with all the guys that we have set to hit the market. So speaking of the uh, money situation, the Steelers can actually get from – they're at a little over $6 million right now. They can jump up to $18 million. Um, they can do that by cutting Vince Williams, which I'd, I'm 50-50 on that. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he's a solid player, yeah. but this is a critical year in terms of free agency, especially with the cap uh, being lower. They can extend Steven Nelson, which will be a great move, and they can restructure Boswell into it, and they can get around, like, $18 million for making those moves. So, I mean, that'd be, that'd be good. Obviously, like John was saying, it's a business. Guys are going to come in and go out, but, I mean, that's the NFL. Like, as soon as somebody leaves, somebody has to step up and mm-hmm. – you know, the Steelers, they're a great drafting team, so I have all the confidence in the world that they're going to be all right. I mean, yeah, it's tough seeing guys, seeing the Buds leave, seeing the Jujus leave, but guess what? I mean, life goes on, so. Yeah, yeah I agree with you guys. I mean, yeah, Juju's gone. Yeah, Bud's probably gone and a couple other of these guys. I mean, we were talking about it yesterday, at least me and Ben were. Well, everyone, like all these other Steeler fans that don't, like, know the legit, like, the logistics like the business aspects yeah yeah about it and i was i was talking to ben about it and i was thinking all right well everyone wants juju back because like he's our top wide receiver and yeah i get that but at the same time like i don't want to spend x amount of dollars on juju for a year and then to have him fold you know what i mean yeah and i i don't want to say juju would be like that but at the same time there's that thought in the back of my mind that Oh well, if we if we were to sign Juju on like a short deal and he just you know is kind of garbage, yeah. we could have kept Bud with that mm-hmm. like part of the defense, and we would have been crazy without Juju and some of the other pickups that we could have like at a wide receiver option. But like, yeah. especially when the Steelers are so great at drafting receivers. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. Like, I want to trust the Steelers in their decision, but I don't know how I feel. It. I guess I just have to like sleep on it, depending on what their moves are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do. I mean, I think – I mean, I can see – I think Bud's going to be leaving. I think he's going to leave because, you know, we got High Smith, and, you know, you know why we got High Smith yeah. was to replace Bud. Yep. And then, you know, Juju, it's Juju. So, I don't mean, everyone's replaceable, but at the same time, it's tough to see those hard connections you make as a fan. 
Um, Josh Brown showed some interest in the Steelers this past week. John, Brown. John, Brown. John, John Brown. John Brown. John Brown. My, my apologies. Josh Brown's <laughs> a kicker for the Jets. Yeah, John's getting them mixed up. John Brown showed some interest in the Steelers this past week, making some comments on Big Ben's, Big Ben's deep ball. Do you guys think that he would be a key um, target for the Steelers in free agency? If Juju ends up walking, which is sounding like a real possibility, mm-hmm. perfect fit. He, I remember in that Ravens game in 2018, he was killing us. Flacco yeah. was killing us with yeah. the deep ball yeah. to John Brown, and he was doing those crazy dances in the end zone. <laughs> Big Ben's deep ball, it's still going good. And John Brown, he can still hit those forty-yard throws on the sideline. Yeah, and John Brown, he could he could also play in the slot too because we're gonna need a new slot guy if Juju leaves. So John Brown, he could play in the slot. He could also play outside and get those deep balls from Big Ben, like he was saying. He was so excited about, and he wanted to come to Pittsburgh. He was the first team. He came right to his mind. Yeah, you could tell he was smiling when he was talking. He talked about you know being on the Steelers. So that'd be hell of a pickup without a doubt. And last week, we talked a lot on how Big Ben still has that deep ball. We went and looked at some of his highlights this past season. We showed that, you know, he can still do it and he can still perform to that elite level. Elite, you know, yeah, he made he made Flacco look elite that game. Yeah, he yeah, really did. That, yeah, I remember that. That was tough to watch. Um, also, Le'Veon Bell this past week has shown a little bit of interest returning to the Steelers on Twitter do you think the return could jump start the run game again? Absolutely not. This is not the same offensive line that Bell was running all over defenses with back in 2017. Mike Munchak is out the door. That was a huge loss. You could tell. Yeah. Even in 2018 with Connor, Connor had a Pro Bowl season. And then once Munchak left, the old line started getting older. Look what happened to Connor. Now he's possibly leaving as a free agent. So. Why bring back a washed Bell after he couldn't even play in the Super Bowl? He was the backup. I remember in Cleveland, Clyde was out, and he was the backup to Darrell Williams. Like, why bring him back? And especially after he ended things in Pittsburgh, the holdout. I remember in the mm-hmm. locker room, too. The locker room was pissed off at him. Yeah. Like, you had guys going they through were, like, his, locker. his locker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The old line was making That's like comments. Some high school football he, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he, he screwed the Steelers over. So, I don't know why the Steelers would look to bring him back in the locker room after everything that happened. But, I don't know. I just don't see it happening. I mean, yeah. as much drama as there was, I really wouldn't hate it because think about his receiving ability as well. Like, it seemed like Ben could just dump it off and he'd get an easy 10 yards. Yeah, Yeah, the line isn't completely the same, but I don't think it's, like, completely out of the realm of possibilities that he could uh, succeed. I could see him putting up 1K all-purpose next year on the Steelers, assuming they jumpstart that line a bit as well. But, yeah, obviously not the same player he was during his dominant stretch in, like, 2014 through yeah. 16. I mean, I'd lo- I'd love to see Love back on the Steelers. I I enjoyed the way he played, but like you were saying, John, he's not he's not the same player, mm-hmm. and I completely agree with that. But at the same time, Connor was the one that followed in Love's footsteps, and kind of made him the running back that he was. At least at least that's what I think. Le- I feel like James Connor is kind of like a shadow of Le'Veon, in my opinion. The way he took the stutter step from Le'Veon yeah. and like the I. Just yeah, physical run. Yeah, so. physical see, and like the bigger. He's about. a small dude, but he's a big back, and yeah. you know he can yeah. run some dudes over. So I think Lev would be a good idea. I mean, I don't know how much we'd sign him for. Probably not a lot. I probably can tell like you a two-year, six million yeah. deal. Maybe and probably he probably year, he'd be lucky to make vet minimum. Like yeah. honestly, yeah. I don't if, if I don't we know. were to pick up Lev, I don't think we'd sign his, him. His for market's a lot. not going to be great after getting I think zero snaps in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, I don't yeah. think he had a single snap. Yeah. He's also 29 years of age. We got to mm-hmm. get young on the. Mm-hmm. The Steelers have to get young at mm-hmm. running back. 
Pick someone up in the draft. Pick up a Najee Harris, also a great receiver. Pick up Javante Williams. Pick up someone. Like we I, have to get the Steelers have to get young at running back. I have Lev's stats put up from uh, last season, and he played eleven games. He only started four. I think his his rushing attempts he had eighty two, and he only had three hundred twenty eight yards and two touchdowns. His longest run of the season was sixteen yards. His yards on average was four. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, like, he's not the same back he used to be, but, I mean, I just can't see him bringing him back in, in general. You know, he's kind of fell off. Like, if this is going to be Ben's last ride, though, like, I wouldn't mind seeing Bell back in the backfield just as, like, a – I mean, he can he can take a role Killer player. Right? But, like, I don't think Ben has that connection with Bell. Yeah. Where he'd be like, oh, not come back, that. Le'Veon. Also, let me, let me not say, even that. Let me but... say this. Bell was also trashing Ben yeah. along with everyone else, that whole A.B. thing. He A-B. was trashing Ben. He threw him under the bus as yeah. a bad leader. Like, everyone else was. Like, A.B., everyone in the media. So, why would Ben want Bell back Yeah. after he threw him under the bus? Why would anyone in the Steelers front office? Why would Mike Tomlin want him back? I don't after think the way he screwed the Steelers over in 2018 and left them in limbo, like, hey, what are we gonna do? Our running back. I think it's know? like one of those things where he's probably looking at it as like a, like an, uh, like an ex-girlfriend look at it. Like he misses his ex-girlfriend. Like yeah. you know what but I'm saying? But you don't know if he should get back together. Yeah, like he mm-hmm. should get back. Like I don't know. That's kind of the way I was looking at it. Like he kind of just did that just to get people to like, you know, look Stand at it. Pie. And stuff. He's just trying to like you know start the conversation of him coming back, which I don't think it's it's even possible to happen. Um, we we just mentioned it's going to be Ben's last season. Likely. Likely, yeah, likely. Do you guys think that the way I look at it is that you guys remember in '05 when Bettis was going to retire, and he was like, "I'm just going to do it one more time." Do you think it's kind of like the same vibe right now as back then? Uh, no, I think Ben has a bigger leadership role than Bettis did at that point. Not saying Bettis didn't have a big yeah. role, but, I mean, at running back, it was Willie Parker most of that year. Mm-hmm. And Bettis did, like, his crunch time situation stuff. But, I mean, Ben, like, you know, obviously leader, all the accolades, everything. But, yeah, I think that he, that whole locker room is definitely behind him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We saw when Ben got that deal signed, we saw all these Steelers on Instagram showing love. Minka, Ebron, Deontay. Juju was hyped. Like yeah. Ben is that leader in that locker room. He's the he's been the only player in the Steelers locker room to win a Super Bowl with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's won two of them. So he's the, he's the guy. He's been there before. He's been where the Steelers are trying to go. And for these young guys to have a leader like that in the locker, it's kind of like the Brady effect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if Ben, if the Steelers don't come, if the Steelers fall short next year, I'm sure some guys are gonna be like, Hey, Ben. Let's run it. Let's run it again. Yeah. You know. So. Um. um but if I, they if they fall short, I don't know if it's worth it to run it back. I mean, depending on yeah. obviously, like you don't know how the season's gonna go. I mean, it's if, easy to say that now, but. Like that one year when it was Bettis's last year, Big Ben was like, "Come back!" Like, yeah. He told After him to come back. Like uh, I'm gonna Patriots win game. you the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like I'm gonna do it, and he came back and they did it. So like. I don't know. I'm kind of getting that vibe again that, you know, now he's coming back. Like, maybe he can do it just like Bettis, Bettis did. But we'll have to see. With that in mind, did you guys see the – well, we posted it. You, you posted it on the Steeler Fan 7 account about the Bears interested in Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I think that's comical, honestly. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> – 
Why bring in a 39-year-old QB with the money he's making when he can trade up, trade for a Watson or Mm -hmm. trade for a Wilson or just trade up and draft a guy? I mean, this QB class is loaded. Why try to take a franchise guy away? I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. Well, to be honest, if Ben Roethlisberger went to the Bears, he would have been their best quarterback in forever. Yeah, ever. (laughs) Probably ever. Like, Ben's a legend. And Mm -hmm. for a guy to hit the market like that and for – QB poverty team like the Bears who've had to deal with Trubisky. And I can't Coles see Ben in a Bears uniform. I know. <laughs> I can. Ben's ugly. a Steeler for life. Yeah, I can't yeah. see him in any other uniform. It's he's a Steeler for life. You know, see him in any other uniform. That, that just be like that's like when you play like um when you play franchise mode and you do like the draft. Uh, you do a fantasy, fantasy draft, draft and yeah. then you see like Ben Roethlisberger like playing for and, like, like a Chiefs uniform. Yeah, or like, it's yeah. so weird. I yeah. felt the same way when Brady went to the Bucks. I thought yeah. there was no. It way looked weird at first, the but the red jerseys—they kind of look. They, they look solid. Tampa's got nice uniforms. Yeah. yeah. I just I just started uh, scrolling through Twitter a little bit. We're getting off topic a little bit on this, but uh, someone tweeted, "Hey at Steeler Nation, how about some Steelers news?" And I'm expecting something good. He goes, "I got you. Ben sucks. False." Juju's leaving, probably true. Pouncey's retiring, already done. Defense is overrated, and Big Ben is the fourth-best quarterback in the division. Stop worrying about Lamar and worry about Burrow being healthy because if he is, enjoy the North. Burrow Burrow can be healthy, but guess what? I mean, the Lions all could give him a chance to succeed. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. Burrow's a great quarterback. (laughs) Burrow is a good quarterback. I'm not really worried about Lamar. Because, you know, he's predictable. Lamar's going to collapse. I'm calling it right now. Yeah. I'd say give him they are, maybe another year. already started keying in on it. Yeah. Like, everyone, yeah. everyone predicts I it's either it. he passes it or he, he just scrambles out the pocket. <laughs> like, <laughs> we yeah. hooping moment. Right we there. hope. We need to slander some we hope. Uh, hooping. Hooping. Yeah. We hooping. <laughs> <laughs> we hooping. If you're listening to this, come on the show. Get yeah. destroyed. You're going to get destroyed in the debate. Bro, I hate, I hate getting on TikTok and seeing him, like, come oh, on. I told it. We we hooping. If you're listening to this, come on the show. We will obliterate you in any football debate. You know nothing <laughs> yes. about football whatsoever. Yes. You're Colin Coward and Nick Wright, you're up next. Nothing. <laughs> Same thing for Colin Coward and Nick Wright, too. You know? So. Uh, Clowns. Hey, we said, we said it last episode. More Raven slander. Yeah. So. We're just having fun here, guys. Yeah. All jokes. It's not that deep. <laughs> well. Well, uh, it's the Ravens, so. Yeah. <laughs> Steelers on top. I, I, anyone else that isn't a Ravens, Browns, or Bengals fan, take everything we say with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. If you're one of those three, we hate you. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Dude, I hate that. Uh, you guys know that Malik account on Twitter? It's like a Ravens fan. He's got, like, Marquise Brown as his uh, picture. What's Because what's he's always under, like, every, uh, like, he's, like, the top comment under, like, every post. And he's just, oh, it. my God, I can't yeah. stand him. I heard of the account you're talking yeah. about, yeah. Acts like the Mars, like the best thing since sliced bread. Like, no. I mean, Mars <laughs> a great this athletic dude. mobile quarterback. Hollywood Jet era. Hollywood Jet era, all right. Seems like the Ravens fans still haven't got that sweep out of their mouth from the season. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so. Whatever. Um, do, How do you guys think the Ravens are going to do this season? You know? Uh, I can see them going probably – it depends if they bring in a uh, stud receiver. Not a stud receiver, just anyone that's better than, like, Willie Sneed. But uh, I could see I'm probably going 10-6. and six. I mean, I think it's going to be them and the Browns fighting for second in the division. I can't see the Bengals taking the next step this year. 
I mean, I, I could definitely see the Ravens and Browns fighting for that number two spot at mm-hmm. like ten and six, maybe eleven and five. But yeah, sorry about the Titans. Yeah, that too. Yeah, I think it's gonna be kind of like a repeat of last season. Like it's gonna be like, I think it's gonna be the Steelers, Steelers and Ravens. It's gonna be a three team race and yep. Browns. I think the Browns will beat out the Ravens this season. I mean, in two years, if the Bengals get help, we're looking at the most competitive division in football, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Especially after the season that the Browns had last year. Yeah. As Only up from here. Yeah. Once Ben's gone, um, it's going to be pretty interesting to see, you know, what it's going to be like without him. You know, the whole yeah, division. Just watching a Steeler game on Sunday and Ben's not out there, it's, it's just, just weird. Be, I mean, yeah. we already got a glimpse of that. Yeah. The 2019, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, that season was, like... That season was fun to watch, but it was also like really annoying. It was painful, yeah. It was it was hard. That was another Randy Figner uh, specialty right there. That entire yeah, season. Yeah. That 2019 season, it really gave us a taste of what life after Ben is going to be like. Yeah. From Rudolph to Hodges, and I heard all these stories about back in the day. All these older Steeler fans say, "Do not take a franchise quarterback for granted," because mm-hmm. they had to deal yeah. with Bubby Brister, Mark Malone, um, Neil O'Donnell, Cliff Stout. Close to all these guys, and I really we have never really had to deal with that. Yeah, because we've had Ben. Not Ben's been our lifetime, guy, no. yeah. our Super Bowl winning quarterback, and going from Ben to Rudolph and Hodges in 2019, it was just like wow. It made me appreciate Ben a yep. lot more. Since we're know? talking about that, Jerry, how about you look up the um, the Steelers like records like back when after they you know went on that drought when they just didn't win. Like a Super Bowl or anything. I mean, they made it to the playoffs from a like the eighties to the two thousands. Yeah, probably um, sub five hundred. I mean, because Cowher. I mean, he was a great coach when he first came in. I mean, he, that's he, those teams were always competitive the first yeah. like ten, fifteen years he was there. But the back half of Chuck Knoll's career was not a good one in Pittsburgh. It was mid eighties, late eighties years. Um. Okay. So, nineteen eighty, we went nine and seven. Didn't even make. 79, we won the Super Bowl, and then we didn't win go anything. To, go Bradshaw to like left 85. after 83. Go to 84, yeah. 85, yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, what 84, Bradshaw. we went 9-7. and seven. We lost in the AFC Championship to the Dolphins. 85, we went 7-9, and nine, didn't even make the playoffs. Um, 89, we went 9-7. and Like, in between there is kind of like rough patches. Like, we went 5-11 and 11 in 88. Jeez. We, we, we were fourth in the division. See, like, I can't even imagine what that's – even gonna be like hmm. i mean my dad i mean he told me one time he was like yeah like you don't even you weren't even alive yeah. when like the steelers mm-hmm. like we're on that slump like for a while yeah 92 so, uh, we went 11 and 5 but we lost to the bills car won coach of the year um i mean we made the playoffs what one two three four five six times yeah the 90s we were, if, 92 if they, to 96 if, if there's a franchise quarterback in the 90s cordell Stewart's great but he should have been used like Taysom hill like yeah but if, if the Sewers had a franchise quarterback in the 90s we're talking about two maybe three super bowl time winning team that'd be crazy honestly. i mean they were honestly one quarterback away i mean the defense you got lloyd green woodson so many just studs kirkland kirkland yeah. monster in the middle huge yeah that Barry Foster, too, running mm-hmm. the rock. Yeah, Yancey Thigpen out there. We've had a winning season for the last 16 years. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we, we went 8-8 eight and eight in 2012 and 2013, but yeah. that's still The Steelers 500. haven't had a losing season since 2003. And like, what happened in 2003, 2004 offseason, you get Ben Roethlisberger. Exactly. 2005 Super Bowl. Yep. History. Um, so, Duck is officially gone. I, I just saw that he did a podcast with Jordan York. Shout out Jordan York. I did see that. Um. 
Yeah, so he's gone. It's kind of sad to see him go because I kind of made that connection. The Duck hype train was sick. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed that. The I pinnacle was... of that was that Browns game where we beat them in yes, that like, little yeah. revenge game. For a minute there, I was like, Duck's the guy. Like, Duck's going to be I thought Duck was going to be the one over Mason. Because it was just, just like. the arm strength. Mm-hmm. He didn't yeah, have Yeah, he didn't have the arm strength. strength. And, like, he, he had the grit, not the arm once strength. Once the league, <laughs> like, once the, like, all the teams knew that he didn't have the arm strength, like, he wasn't going to throw the football. The, I remember the, the Jets were stacking. You were at that game, yeah. I believe. They were putting, like, nine in the box because they knew he wasn't going to throw, like, 15, 20 yards yeah. on the field. Yeah, that was tough. I mean, now they're selling his jerseys, like, 54 bucks. I remember I wanted one so bad. Yeah. Is he on the Rams now? Yeah, he yeah. he signed yeah. with the Rams. Good for good for Duck though. QB controversy, <laughs> Duck and Stafford. That you never know. Stafford imagine, goes down. Yeah. Imagine Duck is the starting job. He's gonna oh have to beat that John Wolford. Yeah, John first. Wolford too. He, he was in that playoff game. Isn't he yeah, from so. Los Angeles too? Duck. Duck. I think he is. There's no, no way. No way. I don't know. Look at his background. There's no like, way Duck's from LA. Didn't he, yeah, Duck's no. a country didn't he get guy. a college in LA? No way. He's he's from he's Alabama. Sanford. He went to Sanford. Yeah. yeah. What am I talking about? Yeah. Yeah. He likes uh. He's duck hunting. I don't think they do that in California. No, they <laughs> definitely don't. That's that was almost like the most unique thing I've ever heard. All all the uh the the duck masks in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the duck shirts. Awesome. I remember. I was uh, I was at work one time and I think it was a Saturday before Duck was playing and one of my coworkers was like, imagine if everyone brought like duck calls to a game. <laughs> yeah, that's like, um, that's like, what like the the roar of a crowd just in general was crazy. Imagine the roar of just duck calls mm-hmm. whenever he's slinging. <laughs> oh my lord, that would have been crazy. All right, so um, let's, let's move on to our next topic. So this past week we asked Yens to ask us some questions to answer on the podcast. Um, we have 11 questions, and we're going to have one minute to answer each question. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say any of the usernames because these names are just too hard to, re- hard to read. Uh, so, You'll know yeah. if your question gets read. Yeah, so we're going to have it. We're gonna have your username in the video, so you're going to see it. So I'm about to start the timer here for the first question. So, first question. Who is the Steelers' future quarterback? It's yeah. this guy. It's this guy right here. I mean, he he took all the strides in that Week 17 game against the Browns in terms of going through his progressions, and think about learning from a Hall of Famer for the what past three years, four years after this year. I mean, he knows in and out the playbook and whatnot. I think Rudolph has to be the guy for the future. He has the intangibles. He has the arm. He has the knowledge. After four years, I think he's a guy. Again, we don't really know yet, but the most likely option is Rudolph. But the only thing with Rudolph is is his contract. It's up after this year, and he's likely yep. going to be the backup to Ben again. So what's going to happen in 2022? Ben's going to be – this is the last year of Ben's deal, last year of Rudolph's deal. So I feel like after Ben's gone, they might have, a, like, a quarterback competition between Haskins and Rudolph, <laughs> only because – the only reason I think that is because Rudolph doesn't have the full season, like – ability to play they don't know what he has for all of the games Mm -hmm. and i mean haskins was a starter but like he wasn't ever good so like i feel like it'll be a competition between the the controversy between that i mean that just makes both players better so yeah don't got don't count out haskins no former first round talent washington's just a bad place to be Mm -hmm. you never know so timer went up but i just wanted to mention yeah i think it's gonna be rudolph i mean at the end of the day i think they're gonna re-sign him Give him another year because he's he knows the playbook and everything. He's and it's not like there's going to be a huge market for him either. Like, yeah, the Steelers will lay it out like this: like 
listen, you've learned from Ben the past four years. You have a chance to start coming mm-hmm. up here. Like, you know, why wouldn't he say? Yeah, I feel like, like if Duck can get a job. Got. And he still might have James Washington as college teammate here as well. If, so. I feel like if Duck can get a job out with the Rams, I feel like there has to be some sort of market for Mason Rudolph. Yeah, if he but was not, to a, leave. not a No, not, not a lot. Yeah. I think um, it's definitely going to be a quarterback position battle once Ben's gone between Haskins and Rudolph. But at the end of the day, we're just going to have to see what happens in the preseason. Yep. And um, Hopefully there is a preseason. Yeah. Well, by that time, there should yeah. be. I feel like there will be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, next question. Um, draft an O-lineman or the best player available in the draft? Well, it depends. What do they consider the best player available? Is well, it someone we need best player or, like, on the board. I guess best like player on the board. On like, best player on the board. Well, it depends because the Steelers need to go O-line or running back. I'm all aboard the Najee Harris train. I love Najee. But at the same time, if he's off the board, the best player, my thing, it has to be the best available O-lineman and running mm. back. Yeah. Like, it has to be one of the two because the Steelers' running game this year was putrid. It held the team back, and it needs to be fixed. And I, that starts with the center right there, and I think Creed Humphrey is the perfect guy to um, – Bring in after Pouncey. I mean, he can be the center for 10, 12 years. You could also like you get said, Humphrey in the later rounds. So. Yeah, and you, Quinn you Miners, too, to, from Wisconsin Whitewater. Huge mm-hmm. sleeper. Yeah. Huge sleeper. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think we still got 13 seconds here. I think the I think the best option is just get a, a lineman. Mm-hmm. I mean, the best lineman on the board. I mean, unless Harris is on there. I mean, I'm down to pick him. up Najee Harris. I'm all about it. All right, next question here. With Juju likely leaving, who emerges as the leader of the receiver core? To be honest, it could be someone not on the roster. Yeah. I'll say yep. John Brown. Like, it could be a veteran guy mm-hmm. because it could be Deontay, too, because I like the way Deontay's – I like the way he bounced back. I Like, after he had that drop stretch against Cincy when he was walking backwards, catching passes pregame, like, that's leadership. That's taking accountability. And I like what I, I've liked what I've seen from Deontay. Mm-hmm. So if it's anyone on the roster, I'd say Deontay. Maybe Washington mm-hmm. too, because he's been there the longest and he's a tough, gritty guy. I can't so, see that being Claypool yet. Like he's, yeah, I think yeah. it's gonna be Deontay because his rookie year he struggled with the fumbles, and then this past year, obviously the drops. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if he can, you know, get rid of both of those things completely, that without a doubt, with the just natural talent he has, he can emerge as the number one. I what you were saying, John. If it's not someone on the roster, I feel like I don't want to say Claypool just because it is the second season. I don't really want to say Johnson. I don't know. Really, I don't think I have an answer to that until maybe like a couple games into the season, because then I can determine like, all right, well, you know, who's the one. But I don't think I have like a definite answer now. Pro- probably. Probably Johnson or Washington I had to pick. Definitely not Claypool. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's going to be Claypool. I mean, it's definitely going to be It's still just too early with him. I think there's not really going to be a leader. I think it's going to be like a team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sort of like and last year. I think year. Ben is going to be that leader like for them. Mm-hmm. But, like, we're not going to have that one individual leader. You know what I'm saying? All right. Um, Better re-sign in the long run, Juju or Bud? Bud. I think Bud. Probably. Uh, Go ahead. I'm going to say Juju. I was going to say because Juju he's younger well. and he's not coming off yeah, injury. Yeah. And he has a spot in the Steelers wide receiver core because the Steelers drafted, I'm telling you, Alex Highsmith, he's going to make a Pro Bowl. Yeah. He's going to make multiple Pro Bowls. Yeah. The tape he showed last season, the moves, the pass rushing moves he has in his repertoire already as a rookie, it's insane. And learning alongside TJ, Highsmith is going to be a stud. So in the long run, even though TJ and Bud were great, 
Highsmith is going to take over yeah. that role. Like, we don't know who's going to be. We have three rece- – the Steelers have three receivers right now, and they just signed McLeod, too. They have four on the roster, McLeod, Claypool, Johnson, and Washington. 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 So, who's going to – if one of them gets hurt, we have no wide receiver depth at all. Right. So, in the long run, Juju, because he's younger and not coming off an injury, I feel like Juju would be the better signing in the long run. Yeah, I mean, although neither guys come – I mean, we could sit here and talk about this all day. Although yeah. neither guys would uh, – it looks like they're going to come back. I mean, without a doubt, it's Juju in my mind. Like, yeah, Bud's great, but he's also old coming off a position or coming off an injury at a position where you need to, like, you need to bend with your knees and whatnot. And, yeah, I mean, I, I just think it'd be Juju because he can, he can start and, you know, play well for at least eight more years at yeah. minimum in this league. Yeah. He's I don't just know. turning 25, too. In yeah. late November, he's going to just turn 25. It feels like he's been in the league forever already. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I th- yeah. Remember his bike getting stolen? His oh, it's <laughs> definitely Juju, I think. Because yeah. Bud, you know, we, like you mentioned, we got Highsmith for a reason, and mm-hmm. Highsmith is going to replace him. And I think he's just going to be as good or maybe even better. Because um, Highsmith, was, he's shown stuff his first year that it took Dupree, like what, year couple, year three, years. year four. Till he, I mean, Dupree was looking like the next Jarvis Jones for a hot minute there. Yeah. And, you know, Alex Highsmith's already emerging, so, yeah. He had a – but this is – don't you guys think this was like his best season? Yeah, his whole career. 100%. Yeah. The impact he had on the steel, you could tell when he went down. Even mm-hmm. though Highsmith. Yeah, they didn't lose. They didn't win like, a game. I used to think Dupree really didn't do much. You know, I just remember that Matt, Matt Moore hit oh, back was, in oh the day against God. the Dolphins. That was awesome. Leveled. Yeah. Um, so, next question here Who do you think is the perfect running back for the Steelers to draft? Najee Harris, yeah, Najee baby. Harris. Najee Harris. Uh, it's Najee Harris without a doubt. Uh, probably the best back in the draft. I mean, there's a debate with him in ETN, but I think it's going to be Javonte Williams out of North Carolina just because of the value you're getting because he should be there uh, with the Steelers' second-round pick. So why not get him around the same spot guys like Cam Akers went last year and get your franchise center in the first round? So that's, that's my take on that. But Najee Harris is the better back. Yeah. I see that. But the Steelers, I think – Ben doesn't want to break in a rookie center his yeah. last season. Even though Quinn Miners from Wisconsin Whitewater, he's going to be a stud. He's been fit. He had a great senior bowl, and I feel like Quinn is going to be a great center in this league, and I want the Steelers to pick him up in the second round really badly. So, But I really think it's Najee. If you get a guy, not even is he physical, he just runs like a Steeler. He's mm-hmm. physical, and he's a great receiver out of the backfield too. And we didn't see that from him in his junior year. He showed that this year. Um, being a great receiver out of the backfield for a national champion in Alabama. So I really think it's out Najee Harris. Yeah, sure. but a lot of the time, too. Now, I'm not taking anything away from Najee at all, but how easy is it to run behind Alabama's O-line playing and play out? You know what That's I mean? True. But, yeah, not taking anything away from him. I'm, I think he's going to be a great back. But, yeah. I mean, you have seen the Trent Richardsons from Alabama that, mm-hmm. you know, same stuff from Najee in college. You know, they're great explosive runs and stuff. When they get to the league, it's just they don't pan out. So Yeah. True. Yeah, but I think Nolte's gonna be a good player. And it'd be interesting to see like a Bama product playing for the Steelers because I feel like usually when I see a like, we always see Bama always number one, mm-hmm. you know, always yep. like, running obviously. back you. And then you know you never see these Alabama quarterbacks getting on being like. That's because they have the best line here in yeah. or anything. I mean, or, when you have a greater line, that opens up so many different things. Like you just me- mentioned, like Trent Richardson, like he completely fell off. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, next question here. Who are some realistic options for the Steelers to sign at center? 
Austin Ryder from the Chiefs. Realist, he's gonna be cheap. He's come. He was a starter on a Super Bowl winning team. He's so, yeah. He and started both years, I think. Yeah, he started both years. And they if didn't he's play good, in the Super Bowl though this year. Austin Ryder, he might. I'm not sure if he, I know the tackles didn't. Oh yeah, sure the tackles didn't. My the bad. Tackles yeah. didn't. Which yeah. both of them got cut today? Yeah, so interesting news there. That, sh- that was shocking. But mm-hmm. Ryder, he was the center for two Chiefs teams that made it to the Super Bowl. One that won, one that lost to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. And if he's good enough to start at center for a team that made it to a Super Bowl back to back years, then and and if he comes on a cheap deal too, then he's good enough to play for the Steelers at center and take over for Pouncey, you know? Uh, I think the best bet's B.J. Finney bringing him back because he was such a Swiss Army knife, you know, going in at guard, uh, playing center. And, I mean, obviously Ben has a relationship. Some of the current linemen do as well with the Castro. So I think he, you could get him on a cheap deal. Also another guy would, is uh, Nick Morton who got released by the Texans. I think he's a solid center. But I think B.J. Finney's a better option just because of the relationships he's built with, you know, staff and players on the team he also has guard versatility mm-hmm. as well so yeah. let's say if the cash or dawson go down yep finney could step right in i'm not up to date on my uh o-line knowledge so i can't really add anything to this yeah, i was just gonna say exactly the people they said so like it's not even like even good to repeat repeat them um let's move on to the next question here this is this is an interesting interesting one this is a blast from the past if a b doesn't get hurt at cincinnati do we beat Denver, then Carolina in Super Bowl Fifty? Well, the question left about out. Yeah, you're forgetting about yeah. New England. Yeah. You forget about number twelve and the Darth hoodie over there in New England. If the Steelers, I don't think they ever beat Brady in Foxborough. I'm pretty uh, sure they mm-hmm. beat they Matt beat Castle Matt Castle in Foxborough. Yeah. Yeah. They never beat Brady and Belichick in Foxborough. I think like Charlie looking, Batch beat him in Foxborough. I'm not sure. No, no not not. He didn't beat. Brady he beat the Belichick. Ravens. He beat uh, the Ravens. Yeah. I'm getting them mixed up. Yeah. So I don't. Listen, it's yeah, fun to think a, about yeah. because, like, you look at it logically, you say, "Hey, the Steelers could have beat the Steelers beat the Broncos with AB back in Week 15. They almost beat him again without him, and the Broncos beat the Patriots, but it's not like that in the NFL." Yeah. Like, the Steelers like play the uh, Patriots that year in the regular. I don't think they. Yes, did. they did. They played in the opener. The last oh, time we yeah. beat the Patriots yeah. in New England was 2007. We won. Uh, yeah, it was 08. Or, it was the 08 season with uh, oh, 33 yeah, 2008, to 10. Wasn't that? Yeah, it was Matt Castle, Randy Moss, everyone but Brady, basically. Yeah. That was an interesting year for the Patriots. But, yeah, I'm going to say no just because, I mean, I think we beat Denver because we were in a position to beat Denver without those guys. And, uh, I mean, New England at that time, like, nobody went up there and won. You know what I mean? So, probably beat Denver, AFC Championship game, I don't know. But I think New England finds a way to win that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with what you guys said. Um. Next question here: Should we cut or trade DeCastro? Absolutely not. He's the really o- him and Ben are the only guys left on the team. If Juju leaves, they will be the only two players left starters since 2018. What about Cam crazy. Hayward? Are you talking just? Oh, offense? I'm just talking offense. Oh, yeah. Just talking okay. offense. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be the only two starters left on offense since 2018. That's actually crazy. Yeah. That's insane. It feels like 2018 was yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So DeCastro, he's a leader. He's still. He had an off season, but look at it. Looking at his resume, all the All Pros he made, the Pro Bowls, the Steelers. If he could, he was injured too at the beginning, so he might have been dealing with some injury issues. If he could get back to that All Pro self and rejuvenate the offensive line, we need all the offensive line help we could get right now. Yep. Mm-hmm. So get, getting the Castro back to his All Pro self 
That'd be so great. I wouldn't so. cut or trade your all pro guy unless yeah, you're getting no, like no. an insane haul, which yeah. I mean that's just not gonna be the case. So yeah, no, I'm gonna I say agree. no to that. I neither. There's no yeah. way I'd cut or trade mm-hmm. him. Yeah, he's just like one of those veteran li- linemen right now, and he's like, you know, he's gonna be like the only one. I mean, honestly, like who do we have have at the end line position right it's now? It's gonna be Banner at left most likely. Dawson and at then Dawson left at guard. left guard. Rookie. Question mark at center. He's and that then veteran. Chucks at. Right tackle. Yeah, with the cash right guard, yeah. yeah. All right, next question here. Does Matt Canada have an expanded role in mind for McFarlane and Gentry? I would hope so. I mean, I'm not sure about Gentry, I it, but... I don't think Gentry. Not, I mean, I'd love to see McFarlane get involved. I mean, yeah. you he's so athletic, and the work they put in together at Maryland was... I mean, it was amazing. McFarland, yeah. he just went off, and he's so athletic. He's so gifted. And you get him a role with the coach that he succeeded with before. I mean, that's all the potential in the world with that. But Gentry, I just don't know. See, it looks good on paper, six eight tight end, red zone threat. But I feel like he just doesn't move well. He's also yeah. coming off an injury, a season-ending mm-hmm. injury yeah. in Jacksonville. I heard. And the thing is with McFarland, if you want to see the damage he could do with Matt Canada, look at the Ohio State game he played in. I believe it was in twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen, yeah. He rushed for like two hundred something yards, a couple touchdowns, and. Him in Canada, if Canada comes up with an expanded role for McFarland, it could be scary because McFarland has that speed. It just didn't work out this year because, as we know. So many guys ahead know, of him in the schemes as yeah, well. Yeah, Fickner's schemes. It was just a mess, mm-hmm. like, yeah. running the ball. So I, I hope Canada comes up with something expanded for him, being his former OC and all. All right, this is a pretty interesting qu- question here. Who do you guys think um, will be a breakout player, breakout players for the Steelers this season? All right, so I have three of them. Kevin Dotson, Alex Highsmith, James Pierre. Dotson, again, when, you could tell the difference when he was on the line and when he wasn't, yep. like in the yeah. playoff game. Dotson is a stud. He's a mauler. He's going to be great in this league. Now that he has a full-time spa, uh, starting spot on the line, look out. Alex Highsmith, as I was saying before, the moves he has in his repertoire as a, as a rookie – Alex Highsmith, he's going to be something special. And James Pierre, in that playoff game when Hayden was out, he had some nice pass defenses. And the Steelers are probably going to need more help at corner with either Hilton or Sutton. One of them probably is going to leave, maybe both. We'll see. But Pierre, I'm really confident in him. He played really well in that playoff game. I'm feeling good about him, especially because he was an undrafted free agent as well. This year, without OTAs, without mini camps, for undrafted free agents to come in and get a roster spot without preseason, that's huge. And I'm really feeling good about James Pierre. Uh, John, I was thinking similar to you in terms of position-wise. I got Justin Lane, James Washington, and McFarland. I think the thing is with Justin Lane is no matter what, we all agree that a corner is leaving. So, I mean, for the most part, Justin Lane, maybe Pierre, like they're the next guys on the depth chart. One of the two has to step up. I mean, it took Sutton three years to, like, really really emerge and I I think Justin Lane going into year three you got to see something out of him James Washington as well I feel like if Juju leaves which I mean 90 percent yeah he he has to step up which I feel like he will he didn't get enough touches last year he was the hot hand at the end of the year in November December when you're getting all the drops it seems like James Washington would come in and make a play like look at uh at the end of the Ravens game when Ben like kind of floated that up Washington just caught that in triple coverage then the Washington game, look at James Washington on that, you know, 10-yard curl, takes it to the house. I feel like he has such good ability. And then I got Anthony McFarland, which we just touched on with Matt Canada and everyone coming in. I mean, uh, I'm, 
I'm looking to see some good stuff out of him. Uh, that's coming up here. I have uh, I have Devin Bush at one. I have Claypool at two. Marcus Allen at three. I think Devin Bush coming off the injury is really going to be hungry. I think he'll be especially we, seeing Devin White succeeding. Yeah, because you know there's a little talk about you remember the two Devins yeah, going into that draft Devin, and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Devin Bush is going to be hungry next season. I have Claypool at two. Whenever we were talking about it earlier, like uh, the leader on the wide receiver core, I feel like if Claypool has a a crazy season this year and Juju's gone, I feel like Claypool will have that not veteran mindset, but like over the next couple of years, if he keeps playing the way he did last year, rookie season, I feel like he can get to that level. Mm-hmm. And then this is more of a hot take with Marcus Allen. I love Marcus Allen. I think he's sick. I don't know if he's going to do too great because he only has a one-year deal, so I'm really hoping he you know goes off next year and signs a bigger deal in the future. But I really want to see something out of Marcus Allen. He wasn't too bad last year. He had – um, I got his stats up here. Uh, he appeared in 14 games, which is good. Started in two. And he posted 30 tackles, uh, played 20% of the defensive snaps. So he's getting in on those nickel packages as the extra DB and whatnot. And he's a big special teams guy. So, yeah, Marcus Allen, I mean, he had speed to the box. I mean, that's a great resign. Yeah, Shout I'm, out thinking, Chico. I'm thinking Claypool yeah. um, won because, you know, it's Claypool. We, he just had the amazing past season. You know, Joey just spoke about it. How, you know, he was up there. He was ripping balls off people. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he looked like a stud out there. I feel know. like he already broke out low-key last yeah. year. He yeah. had a great – he had he caught some nice balls last year. I know? feel like he's going to be really, like – now that Juju's gone, I mean, it's not like Juju was, like, the number one target. He's just like, going to get a bigger role that number one offense. target, but yeah. I think Claypool's really going to emerge to being, like, a real big uh, target and a big weapon. Um, I also got Dodson. You know, you just spoke about him. He's an absolute beast down there. And then Highsmith, you know, you also mentioned about it. He's always, he's always, you know, he's just getting better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, next question here. Last question too. Could we sign LaShawn McCoy or Adrian Peterson on a cheap deal to teach the young running back? No. Listen, I probably I, not. I, probably I, don't not. I don't see it. The Steelers just ha- they have to get young on the uh, at running back. And what is what is Adrian Peterson? What are they gonna do? behind our old line mm-hmm. when you have a guy like connor getting pushed back all you know what i mean the steelers gotta get yeah. young at running back you think gotta... adrian peterson's gonna hit that hole any faster at age 36 like <laughs> no no here's my thing we always talk about how we need like a veteran guy at wide receiver we need a veteran guy at running back to like teach the young guys what are they teaching them what are, what are they going to teach them do this yeah like that's why there's running back coaches yeah. i mean they i don't think I don't think there's going to be anybody on that team that really needs the lead more than what Ben has to do this past season, yeah. like this next season. Like, he needs to lead this team to – I think still within the positional groups, though, there has to be, like, an older guy. Yeah. Like, I mean, because look at last year. I mean, Juju was – he was the leader at receiver and whatnot. And but like, what did he do to be such a leader, though? No, I'm, I'm not saying he was a great leader by yeah. any means. I mean, when you're – renegating you know after you're losing games like yeah, no so like i think there needs to be like a 27 28 year old guy brought in at one or two skill positions or an older tight end just uh first um like an insurance policy and that helps out in the locker room but on the same token it'd be really cool for the players because say you're a guy like anthony McFarland coming mm-hmm. into your second year in the league and you got ap the legend in yeah. that in the same backfield 
as you in those meetings. Yeah. That's awesome if you're a player. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, do the steal from a business side, the Steelers want to waste salary cap space. We need to waste space. money on. Yeah, the Steelers have only so much salary cap space mm-hmm. as it is. You know yeah. what I mean? So this every is... penny, every million counts. Every and penny like LaShawn counts. McCoy didn't play a single snap in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl last year. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be cool and all. I mean, I'd love Especially it. Shady because, you but know. But Shady, he, him from, being from Pittsburgh. I mean, I can see it being awesome and everything. But at the same time, you know, financially, like, it's not it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I don't think the Steelers see you it You need someone that brings, like, more of an on-field presence opposed to just a locker room. You need a guy that can do both. And yeah. I, don't, I don't think, you know, both of those guys at the stages of the career that they're both at, I don't think. Yeah, the locker room presence is there, but the on-field really isn't. Yeah. All right. So, um, with that in mind, let's move on to our final topic. Uh, top five running backs. Wide receivers. receivers. Oh, my bad. I'm thinking about last week. Yeah. Top five wide receivers in Steelers history. John, you want to start John, first? go ahead. Are we starting with ones or? Yeah, let's start off with ones. Yeah, one, let's go around. Let's just go around with yeah. our ones. Number one, Heinz Ward. Uh, number one, Antonio Brown. I got oh. AB at one. I got Heinz Ward. I'll take, but so uh, I have it. I have their stats pulled up. Not I have so AB played eleven years, has eleven thousand seven hundred plus yards and seventy nine touchdowns in eleven like, years. Is with this eleven three, years as a, like completely or is this just is a Steelers this is from two thousand ten to twenty twenty? Steelers. Yeah. So nine with the Steelers. So he's he still had. 11,200 yards with the Steelers like and 74 touchdowns when Heinz Ward had 12,000-plus yards and 85 though. touchdowns. Here's my thing, though. Does A.B. have um, – is he a two-time Super Bowl champion? Is he a Super Bowl MVP? Yeah, is he a Super yeah. Bowl MVP? I feel like A.B. – Did A.B. The... ever have Hall of Famers on the defense, though? No. No, Here's but, like, not though. even that. Like, Yeah, I, think I, I, I get what you're it's saying. It's like, I really yeah, do. it's Hines Ward. Like, you know how I just think was, A.B. was the more dominant receiver. I, I feel like A.B. was the better player, but Hines Ward was the better stealer. Like, Hines Ward embodied yeah. everything Pittsburgh. That's why I have him number one on my Steelers. A.B. was the better athlete. Yeah. Well, that's why we have him at yeah. one, though, because yeah. it's the best Steelers wide receiver, not just the best stealer. Not the team impact. Yeah. Or, I, mean, I mean, A- whenever A.B. was gone – Sorry, John, for cutting you off. But whenever A.B. was having the whole, like, issue with the Steelers, I remember all of these other wide receivers in the league were talking about how they're the best, like DeAndre Hopkins and Julio and Michael Thomas talking about how they're the best. And I thought about it, and I looked, and A.B. literally said something probably like a couple days later or something. He said, check the stats. Mm -hmm. That was all he said. He had better stats for not playing however many years than they did for still playing as much as they did. And, like, just – just check the stat sheet. Yeah. Like, come on. You can't say that AB's not good. The moment, the no, return I mean, of AB. Yeah, exactly. I have AB at two. The thing is, yeah. was he, like, Heinz Ward was just everything Pittsburgh. He has a super, he has two rings as a Steeler, been the three. He, like, he's just everything Pittsburgh. He was physical. He was gritty. He was tough. He embodied the city of Pittsburgh. And he's still, Heinz Ward is still the leader. He has a thousand receptions exactly on the dot. Still the receiving leader for the Steelers. Even though AB was on pace to pass him, he never did because he acted like, he acted the way he did. And I feel like that low key accounts to his ranking in top five Steelers wide receivers of all time because. Honestly, when I was doing this list, I was like, like, uh, I was only factoring in how good were they in their prime, and yeah. I think in his prime, Antonio Brown was better than Hines Ward. 
but not by much. But I think AB was the uh, I, better. I think Hines AB Ward's will be one too, of the best wide receivers too, as well. Yeah. AB's definitely my favorite wide receiver AB's, in Steeler history. AB is my two. Yeah. I have AB at two. As I well. got Ward on my yeah, th- at my two. So let's Ward's move on to threes. I got John Stallworth. I have Lynn Swan. Lynn Swan. I got, I got Swan. I got Swan at my four. Stallworth at four for me. Stallworth is four as well. Yeah, I have Stallworth at four. That should be an interesting one. I feel like Stallworth. Here. I feel like he's like. I mean, I always feel like everyone talks about Lynn Swan, but then there's yeah. Stallworth is under. He actually has the most yards for catch in Super Bowl history, wow. at like twenty two, I, I believe, which is nuts. All what right, you guys John, have your five. I want to hear your five. Louis Lips. I have Yancey Thigpen at my five. I, I threw this in more of a joke, but I got Santonio Holmes at my five. Bro, I got not, Holmes too. That's not bad. I, Holmes I just factored. Wilson. I just factored in that Super Bowl catch. Me that, too. That was kind of the yeah. selling point for why he was my five. Yeah. Yeah, but he only played with the Steelers for only four, four years. years. Yeah, you know? that's the thing. Well, that's so. why. That's why I wasn't sure if I wanted to put him in at my five. But then I thought about it, and I was like, all right, well, like if he didn't catch that, realistically, we're get, were we gonna win that Super Bowl? I don't particularly think so but that kind of sealed the deal and that's why he's out he took over that game in the last minute with that big 40 yard catch or whatever than that play so yeah and uh at honorable mention i have louis lips and santonio holmes my honorable mentions are yancey thigpen and santonio holmes yeah i don't got any louis lips stuff you know i mean hey thigpen put up a 17 touchdown season with cordell stewart throwing the ball so that's that's pretty impressive I mean, we have some great Steelers wide receivers this past, you know, decade. I mean, we've been drafting. You know, we just drafted Clay. Martavis Bryant could have been off the. Oh, Martavis Bryant! Stay off the weed. (laughs) He was an absolute beast, Steven. Yeah. Back in the day. Bro, I miss Martavis Bryant. Not gonna lie, like you said that, and that really got Mm -hmm. me. Like, oh, I miss Martavis. His ability. You guys remember that catch in Cincinnati? Yeah. I think the more impressive play was Landry Jones throwing it against Arizona, and he just zigzags across (sighs) the field for like a ninety-yard touchdown. He was a stud. He was so talented. Mm -hmm. Now is he even on the team? I don't. He got cut from the Raiders. I don't think he's actually in the CFL. I think. Bruh, Don't quote me on that. That's crazy. He's a gridiron football wide receiver for the Toronto Argonauts yeah. of the Canadian Football League. Wow. Also, if Juju, I know it's, I know the possibility is slim, but if he signs a new contract, do you think he'd have a shot at cracking the top five? Maybe. Mm, or maybe as maybe. even on. If he doesn't ever pass. leave the Steelers, yes. If but he, if he plays like know. five more years, like yeah, it can't be a one-year contract. Because he will put up the numbers. Mm-hmm. Like he can put up the numbers, I think. But if he has like a one year contract and like it seems like the Steelers don't. But the thing is, he needs like the moment too. Like Holmes is on the list because of the moment. moment. You know. I mean, Juju does have his moment. He has the ninety seven yard touchdowns. He had that moment against the Pats. The stadium was shaking when he Mm -hmm. broke free. Yeah. Like Juju's had his moments, especially. Even not on the They just haven't yeah. resulted in success. The I don't way see this as like career did, defining know? moments though. Yeah. Because whenever you think yeah. of like Santonio Holmes, you think of the catch. Antonio yeah. Brown, the Antonio helmet Brown, catch, just the helmet Ravens. catch, the just Heinz, taps, Heinz like Ward kind of just being Heinz Ward, like this the stealer dudes, that you yeah. were talking about, John. But like Lighting I don't, up Ed Reed. I mean Right the, now Juju has that hit against Yeah, the, yeah I feel like the hit against him was probably the Juju became you know, the fan favorite Juju he is now. 100%. And then Swan and Stallworth, like their moments are the big Super Bowl catches yeah. and whatnot for each. I don't know, but if Juju does like come back and he balls out and has like one career defining moment that everyone will know him for, mm-hmm. 
I feel like he could definitely crack my top five. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know top three. Unless he no, plays no. for the rest of it, unless he plays no. for the rest of the rest of his career, and how are and you the saying Steelers that AB at least one Super Bowl, at least one Super Bowl, and how are you were talking about AB almost breaking the record that Heinz Ward held? Yeah, I feel like he can make my top three, but maybe four or five. It all just depends on how he plays out the rest of his career if it's yeah. with the Pittsburgh Steelers. For also, sure. I see that top four of Steelers wide receivers. That's rock solid. Swan, Stallworth, AB, Ward. Yep. It's gonna take a lot for a yeah. player to move mm-hmm. in. Oh yeah, pass, pass up you know, Stallworth and Linsmore. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's tough. All right, with that in mind, let's move on to top five greatest wide receivers of all time. Oh, we're not doing ten. No, we're doing. We're just gonna do five. Oh snap! I gotta fix my list then. Oh okay. Just just go on. I I think I think our top three are probably very similar. Or number yeah. one. I mean, it's on question number obvious. one. Jerry, Jerry, Rice. Jerry Rice. I have that on my one. Yeah. yeah. And then number over two? twenty thousand receiving yeah. yards. Just. Ridiculous. Every record in the no book. Debate. Super Bowl champion. 197 Hall touchdowns. 22 yeah. touchdowns in one year on a 12-game season. Like, are you kidding Ooh. me? No debate. And then number two, I have Larry Fitz. Ooh. Ooh I, d- I have Randy Moss at my team. I got Moss is my two. I don't have hey. Fitz until Moss, later. Fitz is an honorable mention for me. Ooh. Larry's Ooh. longevity, everything he's done. Like, he's basically second to Rice in every major receiving stat. And he has the moments, too, in the Super Bowl. He almost took it from us, man. The that, Green Bay that, game. I the can Green a- Bay game. I can agree with you that I think – shout out my friend Talon from home. He's an Arizona Cardinals friend through and through. After hearing what he has to say about Larry Fitzgerald, I think Larry Fitzgerald is one of the most reliable wide receivers probably in NFL history. Yeah. Just watching – like because – like More late nights, if drops. I'm going and yeah. watching like highlights or whatever of different players, like a Larry Fitzgerald highlight tape will show up, and I'll sit there, I'll be like, "Dang." Larry Fitzgerald is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they were saying, he has more tackles. It was it dropped drops, passes. Yeah. That mm-hmm. like, what kind of stat is that? How many other mm-hmm. people can you say has something like that? Exactly. That's true. I mean, he is one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. Yeah. At the same time, when we're talking like, like it's Randy Moss though. Yeah. Like, like he has a whole. Just like he has the whole somebody. like. You know, the there's term. literally a you thing. Got Moss. Named, I know you got, yeah. you got, like, Moss. You got like, Moss. Moss. But Larry's longevity though, he's been doing it. I, yeah, but no one's it? like you got fixed. Yeah, <laughs> I know, but you don't <laughs> need Moss to say. Has, you don't, Moss Larry, has the record yeah. for the receiving TDs in a year. I love too. Larry. You know? Yeah, shout like, out Larry though. Those. Yeah, Pit he's legend. On my Pit legend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I number respect, number three. Number three. Let's hear. Number three, Randy Moss. I got T.O. at three. I got T.O. at three as well. I got Megatron. T.O. was like the OG diva, but I mean, he was just insane on the field. Take a five-yard slant. Take it to the house. I mean, did it in multiple places with McNabb. There's a little bit of turmoil there. You know, that ended kind of quickly. Yeah. Garcia early in his career in San Francisco, and then obviously Romo later in his career. But, yeah, yeah T.O.'s just dominant for at least a That's decade. That's my quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, number four? Number four? I got Megatron, Megatron at, four. at four. Yeah. I put Marvin Harrison at four. Yeah, I got T.O. at my five. Uh, John, who's your five? At five, I have – who do I have at five? Oh, Terrell Owens, T.O. Yeah. I'd go at Steve Largent at five. Uh, Seahawks guy in the 70s and 80s. When he retired, he had, like, every receiver stat, you know, possible. Yeah. I have A.B. at five. Oh. oh. That's a hot take. Not so, yet. Not yet. I mean, T.O. Well, I still well, – because I was, I was thinking for top ten. I still have a couple other guys that could probably move up over A.B., but I don't know. I still think A.B.'s the, A.B.'s the dude. Like, Do you guys think Chad Ochocinco is top ten? 
No, I don't think so. Nah. No, I'd, I'd put Morbin Harrison. Let me say this honestly. though: huh. if Calvin played longer, if he didn't retire, as oh, early he would have been the best. Yeah, he would have yeah, been. He would have been, been the best. Receiver he would have been top three. At he would have been. I think he would have been two. I, I would have yeah, put him at two. He would have yeah. rivaled. He's a better version of Moss. Yeah. Like what he did on the field, his size. To only his play for speed. eight years too, like, I, yeah. the, and he still put up amazing numbers. First ballot Hall of Famer, and he only played eight years. If he played longer. I would say it's the same situation as Barry Sanders. I, as, yeah, exactly yeah. the same exact situation. I don't want to say he'd take over the number one spot because Jerry Rice is just. I feel like some of those it's are. So, yeah, they're insurmountable. It's just so like it's Jerry Rice and then everyone else. You and know? then my honorable mentions: I got Calvin uh, Johnson, obviously Chris Carter, and Larry Fitz. I got I got Fitz, DeAndre Hopkins, only because dude's an animal. I got Michael Irvin and Marvin Harrison. My honorable like mentions it. are Chris Carter, Marvin Harrison, and Michael Irvin. Yeah, Chris Carter. Pretty much what you guys are saying. I mean, there's been Maybe a, a Tory Holder, guys. Isaac Bruce in there, too. Yeah. Greatest show on turf. What should we do next? Odd pass rushers. I've been one. Should we do tight ends? Or, I mean, nah. We can, we can move to the defense. We've done, we've done offense Let's for go defense three for three. Weeks, so we Let's do, do offense. linebackers. Let's do, yeah, offense yeah. for three, then defense for three. Mm-hmm. We can do pass rushers, corners. Safeties. Safeties, yeah. And then come back for tight ends, linemen. And, hey, we can get freaky. Do some fullbacks, maybe. Kickers, <laughs> best kickers. Yeah. Um, for the brand. We're gonna try to shout out Pat. We're still we're right now. We're gonna try to get guests. I mean, are we gonna get a guest for the next show? We're I working so. on it. We're working yeah. on getting a guest for the next. Maybe show. Maybe an ex Steeler. Don't um, say who. Don't say who. Yep. We can't say who it is yet. Um, we're also looking forward to doing phone calls. So we're gonna figure that out. Um, we'll probably just you know post something. Then you guys can hit up the page. Um, yeah, you know we're excited. Uh, we're glad you guys are enjoying season one of the Steeler Fan Seven podcast. You know, we're really, you know, glad. And um, yeah, anything else, guys? You guys want to mention anything before we close it? Nope, that's it for now. Hopefully, we have better Steeler news next week when we come back on. Yeah, big news. I mean, today we always pre-record our podcast, so like right now it's not actually Monday, but this when is you guys are hearing it, yeah, dropping on Monday. So we may have heard some big Steeler news. Can we, can we get a quick shout out to Turner's tea? Yeah. Fuel in the pod. Oh, yeah. Shout out, shout Turner's. out Turner's. Shout out Turner's. Hit us up Black sometime. And Come on. Fuel shout out Turner's. Yenzer's up. Yeah. Um, we also might be going live on Monday if anything, any Little big news has came out news. on free agency. Yeah. We might go live on the Steeler Fan 7 Instagram page. So stay tuned for that. Um, I'm Ben. John Mayer. Anthony Sorge. Joey Bova. Still got to fix that outro. Yeah. Also, EJ oh. Dwyer behind the yeah, camera. Shout out yeah. EJ. Shout out EJ. EJ's close enough. We haven't mentioned yeah, no. him. We have him at we the end of the video. We kind of forget when we're just talking here for so it's long. It's kind of tough. But, yeah, EJ puts in the work. Yeah. We for couldn't have any of the videos or the media without him, so we appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. Um, thank you so much for listening uh, listening to the podcast. Um, follow the Steeler Fan 7 page on Instagram to get all your Steeler Fan 7 updates. Um, thank you, and have a good one. Yes, sir.